What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode six of the Get Your Nerd On News podcast. And I totally butchered that, didn't I? It's the nerd news section of Get Your Nerd On podcast. And today's episode is episode six. Um, I wanted to be one of those podcasts that was like, yeah, here's a Thanksgiving episode, but my work schedule changed because of Thanksgiving, so I couldn't record in the proper manner of time and give you guys all the good content that I totally didn't read that week either. So we skipped a week and now we're here. Starting off with some really, really dope anime news. Demon Slayer 184. On God, this chapter doesn't exist to me. I hate this joint. So... The chapter picks up with all the slayers crashing down onto the street with Muzin buried under the rubble. Then they have like an hour and a half until um, till the sun rises and Muzin just like cracks out of the freaking the uh, the rubble. And he's just like, huh, what do you guys think you're going to do? Keep me here until the sunrise? Yeah, right. And he just starts massacring everything in his way of course the pillars are over here dodging everything and um freaking tanjiro gets sliced in the eye now tanjiro's half blind or i'm sorry that was earlier but still tanjiro gets sliced a little bit and he can't see nothing and then then um the guy with the snake i really hate this dude so i will never remember his name but he saves tanjiro and he's like yo chill Stop worrying about us because Tanjiro's like, oh my god, thank god you're alive. So, anyway, um, but within the midst of all this fight and all the, the freaking underlinings who were throwing themselves at the demon slayers to protect them from the slice of Muzin, Tanjiro got some of Muzin's blood in his system and it melted his face off, sort of. Like his face just looks infected and Tanjiro's dead. But... In the next chapter after this, Tanjiro is still injured, and the Slayers are trying their best to fight off Muzin still. Nezuko wakes up and runs off trying to save Tanjiro after a dream she has while under the serum given to her to make her a human. The rest of the Slayers pull up for battle as they try and stall Muzin until sunrise. And no one knows where Nezuko went, but no one plans on stopping her because apparently Ghost Dad told his son, Yo, chill. She ain't gonna die like the rest of them. Rest in peace to all the demon slayers that died in the in this midst of battle. But anyway, there was like a mad funny abridged version of this uh that released on Manga Zone and it was just funny as all hell. Like you should check it out. Download Manga Zone. It's a pretty dope app. This is not an advertisement. I'm just telling y'all that it's a really cool app. Anyway, that's all we have for that new one comes out when you hear this podcast which will be talked about on the next episode per usual black clover this new episode shows us a wild new look at one of the other magic knights who returned and man is her magic supposedly intense she traps vanessa luck magna and crazy scientist lady in a dream dimension but it doesn't work for so long after many efforts the scientist lady comes up with a plan after finding out dorothy makes everything she thinks of so now they found a way to exit and asta on the outside goes half demon and vows to take back his black bull's friend without trying to kill him the next episode was definitely a banger 
like I wrote in here that it would be because I wrote this at the time of the episode premiere and now we go back to the dream dimension and then crazy Dorothy locks all the doors and doesn't let anyone escape but crazy scientist lady and luck come up with a plan to bring out the real Dorothy and so the battle is just mad intense it's just a battle of the minds but the inside the the dream dimension just can't handle all of the the creativity going on so it ends up bleeding out into the real world and crazy possessed elf dorothy gets knocked out and asta ends up freeing her but before that asta is in a fight with his mirror using magic friend whose name i can never pronounce Starts with a G. If you're a Black Clover fan, you know who I'm talking about. I will learn to pronounce his name next episode so we don't have this mistake again. Anyway, after a very intense battle and Henry almost sacrificed his life to save Asta and give him the chance to actually attack um, their friend and save him from the elf possession, Asta's like, nah, bro, everyone's going to live. And so, Grey and Mr. Mime Guy all help to make sure that Asta can save him and that everyone can come back alive. And yeah, so Asta ended up beating the crap out of him and his sister in a nice way, not like abusive way. He just beat the crap out of him and then his sister was like, all right, I forfeit. But um, yeah, in the midst of this though, the elf that was taking over his body started to realize that there are just general bad people, and then there are people who are truly evil. And then there are people who are good. And that's the one thing that they just needed to understand is it wasn't all the humans. Just there are bad people in this world, some people who are jealous. And Asta made him realize there are also people who genuinely just want to form connections and truly love their friends. Nothing that Asta did was in the form of hate or any type of malice. Asta was just, I want my friends back. Y'all could live, just get out of my friend's body. And so, Asta technically brought someone to his side, but he really freed them. They can't really fight on his side, but this person kinda is like, you know what, Asta? I respect you, but remember that people do hate. But yeah, that was a really good Black Clover episode. I can't wait for next week because Black Clover gives me this feeling like Naruto. It's like, I can't wait for the next episode. Just how I was with like, I'm rewatching Naruto now and I'm just like, yo, can't wait to get to the next one. Like, I know what's happening, but I still can't wait. It's like, yo, the pain fights up next. Oh man, Neji's about to die around the corner. I'm not prepared. Like, it's actually worse rewatching it because it's like, I know it's about to come up. I just can't remember what episode it is. And then when it happens, it's like, dang, bro. Dang, bro. That still hurt. But anyway, that is it for the anime news. Actually, my friend sent me an anime meme, which is anime news, which is the fact that the Blade Runner anime is going to be made by um, two, two, two very, very awesome people in the anime world that I trust highly because they made two of my absolute favorite animes which is Kenji Kamiyama director of Ghost in the Shell standalone complex and creative producer Shinichi 
Chiro Watanabe, director of Cowboy Bebop. And it will be a 13-episode anime. And if I butchered your names, I am very, very sorry. Um, so I'm looking forward to this because Ghost in the Shell is the best anime in the entire world. Cowboy Bebop is one of the best animes in the entire world. Definitely my top 10. And this dream's about to be action-y. This dream's about to be deep. Like, I don't think people understand how dope this dream about to be, bro. That's dream about to be fire. Like, 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 like. Somebody lit a match, though. Now, on to this comic news. Superman vs. Dr. Manhattan in two weeks, and I'm still excited. I know a lot of people have been getting let down, in a sense, over this. Because, supposedly, it was a long run. I mean, it has been, like, two or two and a half years, right? I think it's been, like, two and a half years since this story has started. And it has gotten through so many delays. So many things have happened in the middle of it. And I totally understand that. But this kind of happens with comics. I mean, with anything that takes too long to come out or that uses a very big continuity space. So I'm not too mad about this. As long as the story is good and the things that happen after it is great, I am totally fine with it. Like, this is something that I need to go into something in the future. I need the comedian who is now in the current DC universe, I need him to still be alive. I don't want the comedian to die. I need Dr. Manhattan to become a prominent thing in here and his fight against Superman turns into something where either Dr. Manhattan transcends into something even deeper or where he ends up becoming Osterman again and he just gets his humanity back, but he's still the big blue guy, but he gets his humanity back. He understands what it's like to be human again. So maybe Superman talks to him in such a way where this is kind of like um, God loves man kills type of thing where they sit and they have like this great big debate that actually turns um, Dr. Manhattan into a person who starts to care about humans instead of just sitting there playing with time, manipulating things, like he did with, uh, I think it was Alan Scott and his ring in the earlier pages, he, like, moved the lantern just a little bit too far, and he couldn't grab the lantern in time, and that's how he died, um, but I really, really hope that whatever this does has really, really great, um, insight into the future, like, I want to see Dr. Manhattan versus, like, Perpetua, or, something crazy the monitors i don't know i want to i want dr manhattan to become a regularly used character throughout all of dc it can be at certain times it could be random they could use him like the specter but i just don't want him to die in dc i don't want this to happen and then they die like why would you bring him back for a 12 issue mini series and then just be like all right that's it we're nothing nothing else that's it. We just want to have him punch Superman there. You guys could have just did a one-off thing that's not in continuity. But there's an issue with this because Alfred is alive during this stuff. And Alfred just died and was confirmed dead during Batman. And this is meant to be a distinct, specific near future that's going to come in DC Comics. So, not really sure what's going to happen with that. Um, Donnie Cates... Found out that someone leaked his store one, thought it was a comic shop, but it wasn't. Someone was just using a uh, address that he used to find out it was a comic shop and make it seem like the comic shop was the one who leaked it. But in reality, they seem to have stole that copy from them. 
And that sucks. I don't think comics should be torrented and leaked. I understand not everybody can afford it. It just really, really sucks that you guys can't afford it. But it also sucks that, like, we have to sit here and have them torrented. People aren't getting paid for the things that they work on. Like, not everyone gets paid the amount of money people think they do. Just because people have a check mark on Twitter don't mean they're rich. Just because they've been writing stories for a super long time don't mean they're rich. And it's not even about being rich. It's just like, if you like the person's work, at least buy one copy. Like, if you can shovel up $6, use those $6, just buy one copy. You don't even got to buy the continuous story. Buy one copy. Maybe one copy every year. Just let them know that you support them, you know? Because I ain't going to lie. People torrent a lot. And it happens. Most of us don't care. But it's just when when it's your work, you'd understand, like, uh, okay, I wish he would at least buy one copy. But yeah, that's about it with that one. Harley Quinn animated show released on DC Universe, and the first episode was mad funny and brutal, and I love it, and I really wish DC would bring back blood in their item in their shows. I wish that they would not hold back. Their animated universe could be on par with their comics or better the animated universe is already great as it is because they make great animations but like it could really be dope like these stories in the comics could be animated perfectly i would be totally fine with waiting like eight months to a part two and we get to a two-part dark knight metal one that really expands over everywhere like it would just be sick i don't know how much animation costs compared to um live actions but if it's cheaper than live actions and people watch it more, I would totally say, yo, let's go with the animations and start animating some of these awesome comic stories. It'd be so fire. Black Widow trailer dropped this week, so go check it out. We have Hop from Stranger Things on the trailer as well, which is actually kind of funny. He looks like he's going to play a really funny role in this. Um, I got to go back and watch the trailer like three more times and actually analyze and see things in there. I just kind of watched it randomly because it dropped in the middle of the night. But, uh, yeah. Dope. And that is it for our comic news. On to the game stuff, my favorite section after comics. Pokemon Sword and Shield sales. Six million during launch week. That is great because that game is great. I've been enjoying it even though I haven't played it for the past three days. But that's because I got Call of Duty finally because Black Friday happened. Now that Death Stranding is over with and released, Kojima is preparing to work on the scariest game he could possibly produce. Starting by watching all the scariest films he can help make it. Or he can to help make it. Resident Evil 3 remake is in the works heading for 2020 so we will be getting that on the xbox one and the ps4 and maybe even the scarlet and ps5 2021 battleborn will go offline and you can't play it ever again so you should all get your matches in play right now get the last achievements that you were looking for and then say goodbye because the game is going to be gone Bioshock 4 might be a thing, and it might be an online service like Diablo 4 or Borderlands 3 or Fallout 76, and I'm not, I'm not having it. Nope. Nah. I'm sorry. It's not what I'm looking for. If I want, if I get a Bioshock 4, I want Bioshock 4. Like, I need 
the game to continue. I need y'all to give me a good game. I don't want to be in a lobby with a bunch of other people playing as big daddies or uh, bookers or anyone. Like, bro, just give me a single player game that does not need to connect to online service, uh, to the online. Like, no, stop. The internet is probably the worst thing that's ever happened to video games. Now, at least. It was once good, but like now everybody's like, oh, how do we integrate the internet? How do we integrate more of the internet? Just stop. Please. Please. It's almost as bad as digital. Phil Spencer doubles down on no VR, and honestly, he's right. We don't need VR. Why do we need VR? Why would we need VR? It's not even time yet. Bro, if it's not looking like Sword Art Online, I don't want VR. Man, I need that. I lay down, hook something up to my brain. My brain could possibly get stuck inside that joint type joint. Like, yo, bro, on some real. I don't want this type of VR, dog. I want that anime type joint. Final Fantasy VII Part Two is already in development, which means you guys will probably be getting that a lot sooner than you think, which is really good for all of you people out there who love Final Fantasy VII on your PlayStation 4, 5, whatever it's going to be releasing on. Speaking of, Sony Spider-Man game is probably coming a lot sooner than a lot of you think. I don't know when you guys thought it was coming out, but supposedly it might be already in development, already being worked on, already being casted. We'll see. Rumor of the new Batman game being announced at the Video Game Awards December 12th. And I can't wait because if that's the case... I'm tuning in and I don't care what I'm doing that day because I really, 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 really want to hear about a new Batman game because Batman is the best superhero in the world. Yes, he's a superhero. Call of Duty Battle Pass dropped and you... Man, I, I miss season passes so much. I mean, the Battle Pass is all cool, but they should have did what the Black Ops 4 did and they should have just been like, all right, here's your season pass and then here's a free Battle Pass all 100 tiers. You can pay for extra stuff, but all 100 tiers is free. We'll give you a couple coins, sure, but like, if you want anything extra, you gotta pay for it. And it's cool, because like, we got a new map, Crash, one of the older maps. We got it remade for this game. And, and like, I'm just thinking, cool, we got a map. Where's the other maps? Oh wait, they're going to periodically drop them throughout the first season. And I think that is stupid. Like, bro, I want all my maps now. Like, I want them now, bruh. <laughs> but whatever, we'll see how this works out. Still a rumor of two Xbox systems in the next gen, which will be Xbox Lockhart and then Xbox something else anaconda anaconda will be the stronger xbox it will be the one that we're hearing all the strong things about and it will have a disk drive supposedly and then lockhart will be a weaker version on the lines of ps4 pro type things so the rumors say and it will not feature a disk drive so anyone who just wants to focus on cloud gaming and digital gaming can get that one okay kind of makes sense kind of doesn't the issue with this is marketing and just why like i understand you want to give people a cheap alternative it might work out really really well that's cool 
But just think about this real quick. Make sure you guys can plan to drop like some some really good marketing strategies so people can tell the difference. People know what they're getting. People know what to get their kids. Like it just seems really weird to drop two systems and one be significantly less powerful than the other. But then again, that's the only way to make the price point even like worth it. You have a $500 um, Anaconda. Cool. We know what's coming in. It's the most powerful system in the world right now. It has a disk drive. It is even ready for 8K, blah, blah, blah. Cool. Now, if they made Lockhart and they were like, yeah, Lockhart is all that just without a disk drive and it's 50 bucks cheaper, everyone's probably going to go for that and then it's going to be like, oh, well, what was the point of making this? So I can understand them making it like a $300 cheaper thing or $200 cheaper or $150 cheaper and having weaker specs because then it would literally make no sense. But still, at the same time, it's like, bro, why are you doing this anyway? Just give us all the regular one. But then this also saves them from having to do this again later. Eh, we'll have to see what happens. I mean, I'm just going to stick with my um, Scarlet, whichever the strongest one is, if they do release two. Uh, that's about it, man. That's, that's all the gaming stuff we have today. And on to the little bit of tech stuff that we got with is with all these new streaming services, it sure makes you wonder about your data cap. So make sure you guys do not have a data cap like maybe a Comcast does because you will be paying more per the gig if you do. And that will really suck. Netflix continues to focus on its original content as a lot of its other media related library things are shrinking, such as like CW shows or movies like The Grinch and other things like that. Seems like Netflix is really trying to be Netflix almost only and orientated but at least they have that new deal with nickelodeon rumor has it by 2021 apple will kill off the lightning port and charger for all its highest end iphone versions which is cool and not cool because it's still not common to even have lightning chargers anywhere where do they think that we're going to be able to get um freaking uh wireless charging places everywhere or buses that freaking emit wireless charging like stuff like that's gonna suck when you're on a train or something like that like just i don't get it it just doesn't make any sense after a while unless they're gonna sell you a charging case which they probably will one that's like a case that charges your phone and you gotta plug up to the case all right that's all we have for tech stuff and on to the best part you know the comic corner with the amazing spider-man 32 33 and 34 swinging past the issues of carnage we have peter parker back at school and he's just going on about his day on a new group project for his college class but after everyone cracks jokes on him the last member of their group comes in with an old spider gear which was a piece of tech peter designed before his company went under and he had to destroy them all later they end up being interrupted by a fire alarm that was set off by his sister who is a spy in the background of this we have spider-man 2099 who just woke up from being captured and is trying to find out what the heck he's doing and where he's going all he can remember is that he has to find him spider-man later helps his sister track down a deal by the foreigner and chameleon who they stop and you know spider-man does his thing he does a lot of kicking and punching it's actually a pretty nice like five three page uh fight that's going on but they stopped this deal from going on 
and they find out that Silver Sable was actually badly hurt in a fire and is dying. And she lied to Peter. That wasn't the real uh, her. It was a life model decoy. The product that he was making a deal for was actually Infinity Formula to help her recover. Through these events, we find out that Chameleon has been working with something or someone in the background working on his own thing. And he hired someone to take out a target at a meeting. We find out that this target is Dr. Doom, who also is the person who told Spider-Man of 2099 to go back in time and find, possibly, Spider-Man of 2019 to stop the destruction of the future. All during this, the classmate with the spider gear made it a piece of tech that could tell the future and how things will happen by peering into the multiverse. O'Hara, Spidey2099, is slowly starting to forget how his world destroyed itself the longer he stays where he is. Back at the university, Peter is talking to his classmate who asks him for help making his new future-telling tech stable enough to work, but their conversation gets interrupted as an alarm goes off and a student tells them to get out of here. It's not a drill. On the next page, we have Doom. He has been shot. And apparently, that's not even the end of a plan. Spider-Man rushes across roofs trying to get to the scene, double-check himself, and see if the man is really shot. He gets there and finds out that it's just a Doombot. But the Doombot isn't dead. It reconnects itself and it tells us it's aware of what happened. Doom is aware of the plot of assassination and just then, 2099 pulls up. And just as the action happens, he puts up a shield to stop them from getting hit. In the time shield bubble, he explains, time started to slowly collapse, and then chaos happened. He explains that his future is Spider-Man's future. They are not some alternate timeline. They're the same timeline, and the future is inevitable. But just as he finishes his sentence, he starts to fuzz, and it seems like a blast goes off that transports Spider-Man to a place where there are multiple dooms in the sky preparing to get justice for the planned assassination. Alright guys, that was three issues of The Amazing Spider-Man currently ongoing, and we will get more of that. Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2099 are meeting yet again, and it's all continuity, and it is all really cool. I love seeing Spider-Man 2099, one of my favorite Spider-Mans, mainly because of the costume, to be completely honest, but also his future tech is cool. So we will be getting more into that. I will possibly be doing the other spinoffs of 2099, maybe, maybe not. We'll see what happens depending on the feedback from all of this and how interesting those stories are. Because, let's face it, I'm going to give you guys every story that I read if I think it's interesting enough. Now, on to our next comic, Absolute Carnage number 5. We have finally arrived at the final page, yeah, at chapter of this carnage epic starting off with flash well a uh, flashback of the meeting between eddie and cassidy when brock was first transferred to his cell then we transition to venom slamming carnage into a wall but carnage just laughs like the monster he is and tells eddie it's too late his friends are losing and god is coming being thrown around carnage tells him just give up and meet god rule with them instead of fighting alongside the humans but eddie begs him to stop doing what he's doing and just shut up but carnage is met by the lethal protectors captain america i mean captain marvel and cloak and dagger leaving eddie and carnage to fight but carnage tells him it doesn't matter he'll just kill his son 
and he'll just send one of his symbiotes to do it. And he does. But just in that instance, Dylan destroys it with his sleeping abilities. The abilities that we are not sure exactly what they are, but apparently he can destroy symbiotes with it. So Carnage gets ready to do it himself, but Venom takes out his sword from his chest and stabs him in the back, killing Cassie and taking Carnage. But this, this connects with Null. They do what Carnage has been planning this entire time. It was all a plot. No matter what, Carnage was going to win. They woke him up, freeing him from his symbiote cage of a planet, riding on the biggest venom dragon as Noel with his hair flowing in the wind. Back on the ground, Eddie thinks Spider-Man, and he goes to Dylan to ask him if he heard. And he says, yeah, you called me your son. And that's where this comic ends, and it's going to pick back up in Venom 20, which we'll be getting on to next time around. And man, it's going to get good. This Carnage story may be over, but it's going into something deeper again, which is something I love about comics. Every epic just every like epic chapter thing, it just feels like, oh, it just ended. But then it expands into something different, depending on who the writer is and depending if it's their thing. Like, Donny Case has just been going mini-arc, mini-arc, mini-arc right now, and they're all fucking good. I gave this an 8 out of 10. It was extremely great leading up. No matter what, we still got a similar uh, similar ending as planned. Um, I'm a little upset that the good guys always win, which is what made this comic a little bit of a downer. I mean, I understand why they have to win, but the way they won, I didn't like it. But that's because I'm a Carnage fan, so I didn't want Carnage to die. I mean, of course, they'll probably find a way to bring him back again in like five years, maybe three, but still... I'm a big Carnage fan. I'm hoping Noel comes back and he's like, Oh, Cassidy, you were such a loyal follower. How about I give you life? Brings his full body back. And Cassidy gets his nine lives back. That would be fire. Or maybe like the Codicide are just stuck in him still. And it can actually like heal his body. That would be really dope. I just hope that that's not the end of Carnage. Honestly, I really, 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 really fuck with Carnage, bro. That's my nigga. Okay, now on to Excalibur number two. We start with a tale of apocalypse. He has sent a set of twins off on a journey, but they soon died because they didn't make the means to prosper on the journey, and he did not plan to help them because he does not help those who fail because of their own mistakes. Now we take a trip by sea with Gambit, Jubilee, Captain Britain, and Kate Pride, along with Rogue, who is still in a flower-frozen state. They make their way to the old Excalibur Bardock... Uh, yeah, Excalibur Lighthouse on the boat. The girls try to take to make some jokes to lighten the mood, but Gambit isn't having it. And just then they get attacked by sea women. They have to abandon the ship and Captain Britain points to them. Safety on the rock on the ledge. But they can't seem to find this, this lighthouse. But soon after we find out that that lighthouse was burned down in the real world. But it's visible to those who pledge their allegiance to, I can't remember the group name, apparently I didn't write it down, but there's a specific group of people who deal with magic, and if you pledge your allegiance to them, you are allowed to see in their eyes. Which is still pretty cool, honestly. But yeah, then we kind of leave off there. 
And we will get back to Excalibur next week as well. Now, on to Batman Detective Comics 1015. Let me just double check my notes because something tell me it's... Nah, it is 15. Alright, I just want to make sure I'm giving you guys the right stuff. Now we follow... Batman, Fox, and Alfred as they try and find a way to unthaw the women that Freeze had kidnapped and frozen when he was trying to find out how to save Nora. While this is going on, Freeze is showing Nora the ropes and getting her back on her feet, but it's changing her. Or maybe it's the serum that Luther gave him. And that's really what's changing her. But she changes to a point where she turns on him and she wants to spread her wings in her own way. So she freezes him and runs off. Freeze finds Batman and calls him for help, but Batman only takes it after making Freeze unfreeze all the women he experimented on and helping him f- fix back a number, the numbness in his own arm. So Batman and Freeze begin to work together and... It, 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 it's um, a pretty interesting issue, which you guys will not be getting to hear today. But I will be bringing that to you next week as well. But man, it's very interesting. Freeze and Batman team up? Hmm. I mean, Batman teamed up with villains before. He teamed up with Two-Face way early on. Actually, either it was early on and this run or it was the new 52's original run but Batman teamed up with Two-Face I think it was Detective Comics it was pretty good it was dope I mean he always loved Harvey though because that was his best friend so it kind of makes sense but that is all that I have for you guys for this week so stay tuned because next week you will get even more and more and more as long as work doesn't destroy me and reading all these comics doesn't kill me because man do I have a lot of comics to read and man do I want to give you every single comic that i'm reading whether it's good or bad but i'm trying to give you only the good ones maybe i'll give you all of them and just start adding timestamps again we'll figure it out but have a good one hope your thanksgiving was great see you next week